This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat. All right, welcome back to the tailgate. God, we feel like we were just here. But we've been gone since Thursday, Thursday show. We had a great show. Wednesday show, great show. Tuesday show, great show. Monday's great shows. Every day, what's going on? I don't know. Maybe you guys are uh, freaking us out a little bit here. But, yeah, we've had great shows lately, so... We'll continue them, and of course, uh, a lot of news happened over the weekend. Uh, I, I'm sure that most of you were mesmerized by the Army-Navy game, or Navy-Army game, or losers versus losers game is, is what I call it. Look, I appreciate everything these people do for our military, but the football game is impossible to watch. It's terrible every year. And we make a, such a big deal out of it. We lose our minds and we freak out. Oh, my God, Army Navy's on. And then you watch the game. It's bad football. It They are great human beings, and I love them very much. But it's not good football. Jeff. So then why watch it? Hi, everybody. Um, it's for the spectacle of it. And Okay, but the spectacle, if you're not there, the coolest... is over like in five minutes. Yeah, so then don't watch it. I didn't. It's exactly what I did. I tried to watch it, and it was just a bad game. Yeah, so, I mean, if I mean, I have other stuff to do. It was on in the background, but I had a Saturday off, so I was able to work around the house. Like, that's what you do. I watch way more of the Villanova game. And certainly I watch Football Gator... or basketball? Uh, football. I actually watch basketball, too. I watched a lot of the Florida, I, I, every minute of the Florida basketball game. So that was a good win for them. Wasn't a great win right, for them. So then now that there's no college football anymore. Yeah. What in your mind, uh, and you can't say Gator basketball because that would be the obvious answer. What was the most important thing from the weekend in the sports world? I would say the Heisman Trophy. It's still, it, it, even though I knew who was going to win, it still matters. Are you and allowed that, to reveal your votes? I can now, now yes. So tell everyone you did Jane vote Daniels. for Jane Daniels. Well, and I, and I, I mean, Jeff, you can't argue with me. You I, can, you can, I would have voted for yeah. him as well. He was the best player I saw. Yeah. Now he was on a team that had such a bad defense he couldn't. But he, but I mean, it's hard for me to root or to vote for Jane Daniels. If I voted for Tim Tebow, I don't think you could you could vote for Tim Tebow in '07 and not vote for Jane Daniels this year. Very yeah, similar. Agreed. Yeah. And then I had Penix second because it was going to be Penix or next. What's so going to be next? And Penix won it twice. twice? I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, I agree. And then my third vote was Jordan Travis, and I know a lot of people may be mad at me for that, but. 
the CFP said he's the most important person in football. Yeah. I ain't mad at you. I know. I, I like, agree with you. I, I like I, my I, vote. I probably would have done those three exactly in order I, as well. I, I like my vote a lot, and I know Jordan didn't get many votes, but I still, I still like still my vote. He still finished fifth? Yeah, but I st- he didn't get a – he didn't get like – it doesn't take much to finish fifth. No, it doesn't. No, if you get about eighty total votes from nine hundred and eighty people, yeah, in some manner, you're going to finish around fifth. Okay, better than six. I guess I don't. I don't know that it is better than six. <laughs> I really don't. It's it. Look, one is the only thing that matters. Two is kind of important. Three is kind of meaningless. Four, five, six, seven, eight. From that point on, you just got Heisman votes, okay. and you can put that on your resume. You can got Heisman votes. That's why you voted for Noah Brindice that one year, so you could say you got a Heisman. It was vote? more so that he could tell his kids, "I got a Heisman vote." That was the only reason I did it. I didn't even know he was going to be married to the greatest person I know, Jen, and and then. Be able to tell these great kids that I've I've met that he got a Heisman. I wouldn't even think of that. I was just thinking. I want you to be able to tell your kids you got a Heisman vote. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's good. I I know it, it's bad. So then why didn't you vote for me for top one hundred baseball players of I, all time? I, I could have told my kids. I, I had matured by then. I could have told my kids that I was. <laughs> Top 100 all time. By then, I'd realized the errors of my way. (laughs) That you did. All right, so that was, of course, a story that we can talk about. Shohei gets $700 million from the Dodgers, but uh, some deferred, and it's not really that much. What about the – it's like everybody signed with the enemy this weekend. Shohei, John Rahm, who else? But there's no way, again – We've had this discussion. You give me five hundred million dollars. I'm not. I am out. I know. I am going to play because I know. the PGA but, Tour is going to fall apart anyway, and they're going to end up merging. I I think my days of watching golf are going to be reduced drastically. But I didn't watch golf to watch John Ryan. I but I no no it's not that. I'm afraid, like you said, that the tour is going to co- totally fall apart. And they're going to be playing the Masters, and it's going to be, hey, we brought nine guys in here to play the Masters, something like. I am worried about where golf is heading. It's uh, they'll still have to do all. It's that. depressing to me because It'll I, be you, you know how much I love golf. Mm-hmm. I'd rather watch golf. Probably, I, if my list of, it would be, uh, college football. Then it would be major golf. Would be second. Okay. I, I love college, uh, major golf. That is good for uh, for sure, and I guess the biggest NFL story was the Cowboys whooping up on the Eagles, and or Kadarius Tony lining up offside. I think that's that's the story that's getting the most publicity, and I, I feel bad for the guy, but you know he did line up offside. The thing is, it was going to be such a amazing play. Yeah. I've never seen that happen in my life. I think I've seen everything. And then you saw this play that you never thought you'd see, and then it turned out, no, it's five-year penalty, I guess. And, and they lose the game because of it. Yeah, they did. And Kadarius Tony. I don't know where, where – uh, 
Like, I love that guy. I, I, I was telling this story on the podcast today, Jeff, and you know because you, you dealt with him. He's a great guy to talk to. Really interesting guy. Um, but it's just been a disaster this year for him. He, he still is such a dynamic football player, though. He's great. I mean, you, you can't tackle him. never goes down. But the problem is he too many drops and some knuckleheaded plays that in the NFL will cost you. And, and so that's that, been that was a play where I know a lot of people want to say, well, the umpire should tell you or the linesman should tell you to get ahead. Well, he probably should. But you've got to look over to him to make sure. that It doesn't matter. It, I, I feel bad that it happened to him. That's all I'll say. Yes, I do too. All right. So phone calls are always open on our Titan MRI hotline. Let's get uh, Dan to kick things off today. Hey, Dan, what's up? Hey, gentlemen, how you guys doing today? Good. Well, I wanted to ask you, first of all, what do you, what do you know about Will Harris? And then the other thing, is there are you hearing any scuttlebutt on when this defensive line hire will be in any names at all? I mean, this is like just nothing. And, you know, we hear nothing about it. Well, you didn't hear much about the cornerback hire either, and I mean they're they're doing their diligence and trying to figure out what the best fit is, and um, I, I don't really know much about him. Just know that where he's been in the collegiate level has been really really good. I mean he's he's made a lot of yeah. kind of average guys be better, and the numbers are there. And I mean the secondary was awful. What do we have? Three picks this year. So uh, and four. Yeah, no, was, wait, Jeff. Not a lot they of pass breakups. Okay. I want to. I want to make. Are you sure, sure? We get that clear. They I think it might four. be three. I you want to bet on it? Yeah. I changed my whole opinion. Pat. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, um, I mean, something's got to change. Obviously, they need to get some some better players back there, but just a change in philosophy and how they're going to do things, and and that's where I right. think we don't know, Dan. You know, obviously, they were going to keep Austin Armstrong no matter what. He's the coordinator. He's going to take the the brunt of it, but. I mean, you had two positions that weren't very good, and those are the two guys he got rid of. So was that because of the philosophy of Austin Armstrong or because of the way that they were getting coached up? And, you know, obviously they were going to go find somebody that's going to buy into whatever Austin Armstrong wants to do and whatever that process is. And, I mean, it's it's got to get better. So, um, I, oh, yeah. I mean, I think it's a good yeah. hire. And, you know, anytime you get somebody from the professional level that's yeah. got and some good accolades, you know what Diego, you're doing. And he was, uh, he's really got a good uh, reputation, a uh, good recruiter. People think he is going to be because he was at Georgia Southern and uh, where else was he? Um, Washington. Washington, yeah. So, he he knows how well, to recruit. So. I, mean, I know you got to you got to follow his process on hiring somebody. And obviously, you know you, you, you know he's got to go at his speed. But I mean, with L.J. McCray sitting out there, you know, and I mean, I, I don't know how solid a ground we're on with that kid. But I mean, it feels like it's a little bit shaky. But you know, I'm just a little bit surprised it's it's taken this long to to get a B line coach. But of course, he he may have already hired somebody. He can't announce it too. That's the other part. Correct. Of it, right? I think that's part of it. And you know, and again, whoever it's going to be. Like, you, you, what, the signing day is the 20th, so you got nine days. Let's say they announce it today. That's not still enough time to form a relationship with a kid and make him want to come to a school just because you hired, hired a guy. So I don't, I don't know if that's, you know, the, the end all be all of bringing somebody on. I mean, certainly you'd want to know who your position coach is going to be, but I think more 
it's about buying into the the system and the school and all that other stuff. And if he doesn't want to be here, then you know you're you're not here. It's not just because they hire somebody at the last minute. Yeah, is the portal? I mean, is the portal this year? I mean, isn't the portal this year going to be more more important than the, than the recruiting class, guys? Would you agree with that? I would think so. Yes, I think they're both important. If you're not if you're not building a a, a team based on some of the recruiting, and we're talking said, about a, a group that they were talking about eighteen to twenty recruits. Yeah, but you so. also said a couple weeks ago, Patrick, that. He's on the hot seat now. Oh, so if, if they don't win next year, it doesn't matter how many right. good freshmen they bring in. He's gone right. anyway. So you, the, the portal's then more important because of but that statement alone. I don't think there are that many guys in the portal that they can get because they don't, they don't have the money that some of these people have that are going to make a difference. I think they've got to show that they can get these guys. They can recruit a high-level players. They can get a bunch of players, and they can put together a team that is going to win these close games. They've got to, all they got to do is go eight and four this year. Okay, that's all they got to do. That's, yeah, that, that's a big ask. You, look at this schedule. Yeah, how hard is the schedule? Who are you afraid of? Miami, UCF. Well, you look, yeah, I mean, when you look at the when you look at the SEC schedule, and you throw in UCF. Miami and FSU. That has got to be probably the toughest schedule in the country. So you got you, so you to play real games is what you're saying. You're, yeah. you're upset about that. That's no, the thing. I, 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 all them. these people get mad and they go, oh, we're, everybody's got a hard schedule next year. Everybody's got to play really hard. I'm, Nobody I'm is getting an easy strength. schedule. Here's, here's why I'm upset about the strength of schedule, Pat, is because all the higher-ups that, that, that analyze teams Teams that play weak schedules are rewarded when, with their win-loss record. The teams that play tough schedules aren't rewarded. I mean, I think we can agree. Yeah, we, Florida didn't get a bowl game because of it. But but I'm just saying that the I think the SEC did a great job of getting everybody to have uh, schedules that are all pretty much the same. So, how are, but how are they the same on. when Vandy and South Carolina come they're, off? They're still and you gain Texas and Georgia, and Georgia never plays A and M's, but they know. are now. Okay, yeah. I'm just saying that all. If you look at all uh, 16 schedules, they're all pretty much. You you wouldn't look at one and go, oh, like, you. Everybody's pretty much the same the way they lined them up. They look. They have totally failed in my mind in the last. Three or four years in, right, in right. They've been One terrible. One last thing I want to touch on, Pat, as you mentioned golf. Look, I, I, I'm like you. I, I hate this live thing. I. Right? But if the PGA Tour is going to allow live players to play in major championships, okay. I mean, it's I mean, not up to them. Kepka, it's not up to them. Kepka went over there. Well, why wouldn't Rom and Scotty Scheffler? Why wouldn't they grab their five hundred million? I mean, I mean, aren't they almost done if they don't do it? Yes. If they're going to still be allowed to play in the most yeah. important, no, it, but it's and, not up to the uh, PGA. The PGA can only govern the PGA well, championship. Whoever's has Augusta is a totally different group. I mean, uh, Kepka the, doesn't care about you know. Kepka cares about one thing: majors. Yeah. So it is Rom and Scheffler, you know. So they're yeah. going to get them 500 mil, but, I mean, man, I, I don't know. I, no, I, these guys are living like the good them. life. There's no doubt about it. it. It's turning me off on golf a little bit, though. I oh, wait, I'm right there with you, Pat. I'm right there with you, man. What, I'm what turned you on? You know. 
uh, me playing good golf, which is never going to happen. So <laughs> it's going to be miserable forever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank All right, you Dan. Very much. Your good stuff. Always- yep. Have a good day. Appreciate you. I used to play good golf. <laughs> there was a time. I played 14 straight rounds under 80, and I thought I was ready ready for the tour. Would you shoot on the 15th? I'm just saying. I, I, I had a game at one point. I don't have it anymore. That was the same, same thing with the ladies, it. too. You had game at one point. You ain't got it anymore. Yeah, I was in my 20s, so. So a few years ago. All right. Sanjeev's pushing buttons today. He will take your calls. On our Titan MRI hotline, we'll step aside for a break and talk about whatever you want here on a Sonic Sound Off Monday. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gator Nation, how you doing? This is Jamil, owner of the Mealy Pop Shop, Gainesville's home for collectibles of all sorts, including every single type of sports card, whether it be Panini, Tops, Leaf, Upper Deck. We have it. Come on in, get yourself a box, a pack, get yourself some supplies, get into our breaks, get your Pokemon, get your Yu-Gi-Oh! All the other different kinds of TCG products that we carry in shop are always fully in stock. You can find our stuff on our website as well, mealypops.com. That's another way you can interact with the store, or you can just come into the shop. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunnies. Stop on by. We're open every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And you can check us out on our social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, whatnot, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. We'd love to see you. Come on out to the shop. Have some fun. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunnies. Be a part of the card community here in Gainesville. And always, go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. I don't know cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Yeah, exactly. okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Melvin Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself, and I gave him a call, and they completely changed everything for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Melvin Law, we won't back down. 
Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators. We are your all for Tampa Bay Lightning Hockey. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. All right, we are back here on the tailgate, or as we like to call it, the tailgate. Pat Dooley and Jeff Cardozo, or as they like to call him, Jeff Cardoza. The Portuguese fans out there like Mm -hmm. to call him Jeff Cardoza. We are here on the tailgate. We'll talk to you about anything you want to talk about, whether you want to talk about the Heisman Trophy. Am I an idiot for... Voting for uh, Jordan Travis third on my ballot? Am I an idiot for voting him uh, first place, Jordan Travis? I don't think I was. He won. So nobody's going to say, well, I can't believe you voted for him. Uh, let Bo Nix off my ballot. And it was mainly a, it was, it was kind of a, like a salute to Jeff. If, if I put Bo Nix on my ballot, Jeff would not have let me. He would have been mad. He would have. He would not have let that go. I mean, he became a better player. He, I still than he once I was. Don't think he's that great. He's okay. He's a good player. There, that's the thing. I wouldn't take him as my first round NFL oh, pick. No, there are. And, and again, it shouldn't matter whether you would or not. But there are good players, and there are players where you look at and you go, "That guy is a Heisman candidate." And that's the way I look at football all year. And then in November, I start going, okay, how, who is a serious Heisman candidate? So as I'm going through September, or I'm sorry, November, I am watching guys and I'm like, uh, yeah, that guy is on my list. That guy's on my list. That guy's. There were a bunch of guys on my list. Uh, but to me, Jordan Travis just did things that were. I mean, you could say that he did them against bad defenses like Florida's, but he did them against every defense. And the one defense he couldn't do it against, they knocked him out. They physically knocked him out of the game. That's the only way they could beat him. I'm not sure Alabama beats LSU if they don't physically knock him out of the game. I think he was the best player in the country this year. He was good. But we also... We only talk about running backs and quarterbacks. 
And there was a point in my where I was looking at Marvin Harrison as a possible candidate. And I was, but then I was like, then I watched the uh, Ohio State Michigan game. I go, no. How about no? How about no? So, I mean, you know, everybody has their opinions. I, I made mine clear. I win. That you did. I picked the winner. You did. Um, all right. If you want to call, you can. 392-8255. Of course, uh, Gator basketball wins over the weekend as well. So Yeah, what would you think of that game? Fine. Did what they were supposed to do. Yeah. They were favored by 10.5, one by 11. Yeah. So. They, weren't, they weren't great, but they weren't bad. I mean, they, they had to lead most of the game. They, uh, you know, they got things done kind of the way they needed to, but... You know, Hanglot and Meat makes a difference on that team, I think. I don't think there's any doubt about that. They need him to stay healthy. Um, they're not a great team. I mean, they're up, <clears throat> what are they, eighth in the SEC? I think I saw the rankings or whatever, and I was like, yeah, that's about right. That's where they are. They're not great. But you know, the interesting thing is the SEC, every time I watch an SEC game, I go, oh, this will be good. I'll watch it. It'll be this team versus somebody else. It's pretty good. They always lose. So the SEC not doing a lot of good in their uh, non-cons this year. Um, they need to win some more games. Kentucky was on over the weekend. I watched Kentucky. With Carolyn Peck as the analyst. I did not listen to her. Really? I had it on. I had it on, um, but not with the sound on. But uh, not not on purpose. I like Carolyn. She's fine. I have no problem with her. I want to make it clear who I have a problem with. <laughs> Jimmy Dykes, Joe Tessitore. Why Joe Tessitore? He makes everything sound like the biggest play that ever happened in the history of sports. It, and this might be... And a- everybody tells me he's a great guy. I just can't. I can't watch a game where he's doing it. I love McElroy on the games. I can't listen to Testor. It's the greatest play. Oh, my God, he scored. He went three yards for a first down. Oh, duh. oh, oh, come on. Come on, Greg. Tell me about what happened on that play. How they got those three yards. <laughs> okay. They ran it off the left guard. Ah, that's unbelievable. It, this much, might be an unpopular too opinion, too, because I guess he's, you know, the main guy. But I don't think Chris Fowler's very good. I think he yells a lot. He yells way too much. Like, there's really no need for him yelling. He, I on, think there must have been a memo that was put out by ESPN that said, hey, guys, if you think the play might be important, yell. scream as loud as you can. If it doesn't turn out to be important, no big deal. We'll go back to the next one. So, hey, uh, hey it's all it. Oh, it's incomplete. <laughs> yeah, it's just I don't know. It's it's just you listen to a lot of the the calls, and obviously being in the yeah. business, sort of, it just it's it's too much. And but I mean, he's he's the guy. So Speaking people of too always much, listen to it. How about not enough? Which was Sean Kelly this week when he had laryngitis. Got laryngitis, yeah. He had laryngitis, and and uh, Humphrey didn't show up because his back was bothering him. So Chris Harry's stepping in. Yeah. 
from what I heard, it was not overly impressive, but um, he stepped in. I didn't listen. I didn't either, but I talked to him last night about it. Was he excited to do it? Not really. No. <laughs> he, he he was not prepared for it. It was like a last-minute thing. Well, and speaking of the other FloridaGators.com writer, Scott Carter, he uh, he wrote a really cool story. You should uh, check it out if you want to learn a little bit more about Will Harris, the Gators' new assistant that they brought in. And the basically theme of the story is the guy that got him into coaching is Snoop Dogg. So, cool little story. That's kind of the way we've how all gotten into became coaching. about. Yeah. Snoop wanted him to be a coach, and he did it, and now he's with the Gators. Maybe he'll bring Snoop back to town. That'd be cool. Yeah, I, I can tell you, bringing celebrities back to town hadn't worked for Florida. What are you talking about? They beat Florida Gene State. Gene Hackman. Remember they brought Gene Hackman back? Didn't work for Luke Del Rio. He's not a celebrity. No, you're saying they brought, what was the guy, the little yeah. midget guy? Not a midget, but he's small. But he was, what was uh, his gosh, what was his name? <laughs> he he was in the locker room at Florida State. It was it was some kind of an ice name. No, it's not ice. Cube ice, or no, that would be Ice Cube. <laughs> what was it? You can't even think of it. Kodak Black. Kodak Black. There yes. you go. I got. See, it. you're a big fan. I couldn't tell you anything about him. Still got it. I get a cool picture of Kodak I know, Black. I know that they, they lost their minds when they found out he was in People there. were loving it. Mullen was even into it. Yeah, but they then UF, UF the firm, got a hold of that information. That was the end of that. Yes. I don't. I didn't ever saw him around after that. No. Kodak Black, man. Kodak Black, and, uh, you know, we'll see what else happens. Kids loved it. Trick loved kids. Yeah, okay. I, I So yeah, so cool story if you want to uh to read that and check out all the uh, the neat things going on. Tim Tebow got uh, elected or inducted into the uh College Football Hall of Fame, which was a no-brainer. That was going to happen. Became official. Yeah. So yeah, became official there. So Yeah, and I mean, I, it, obviously that's yeah, the ultimate no-brainer. To me, that may be the biggest no-brainer in the history of Florida football. Because if you're talking about the College Football Hall of Fame, there's nobody who was more about the college experience than Tim Tebow. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that. Uh, I mean, Spurs in, Warfels in, Doug Dickey's in, which I I still have a problem with. But then, if it's the College Football Hall of Fame, shouldn't Shane be in? Two-time SEC Player of the Year. I can make that argument for sure. I can make an argument for a lot of guys, but apparently what I've discovered, Jeff, nobody cares what I think. I've discovered this because there's no way that Shane Matthews should be in the College Football Hall of Fame. You're talking about a guy who not only won SEC Player of the Year two times out of in, in his three years as a, as a quarterback – but won the first SEC at a school that never won it. Mm-hmm. Never won it. What he did in 91, and he won it in 92. 90 also, I should say. Not 92. 92, they almost won it. Yeah, I agree with you. That, that is a good argument. Um, yep. I would say him, and I would say there's a couple other guys I think should be in there. 
Worthy for sure. All right, let's get a break. We'll come back. More of your phone calls Not next. James Worthy, though. Here on the tailgate. Nope. Journalism and communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. We all expect quality in our service providers. The word itself means the degree of excellence of something. Now throw in the word plumbing after that, and it would mean the excellence of plumbing. And that's exactly what our community has been getting for nearly four decades from the fine folks at Quality Plumbing. Now you can always spend time and money trying to fix things yourself, or you can call the professionals at Quality Plumbing and get it done right the first time. Quality Plumbing since 1984. Their name says it all. License number CFC 043. The holidays are here, and even though you've already missed Black Friday, the best deals are going to last all month long. The place we all know and love, and the place that she'll love you for going, of course, it's Oaks Jewelry. So many things make the holidays special, and Oaks Jewelry has a plethora of picks that will score you points all year long. How about a diamond stud to prove that you're a stud, or a sapphire to say you're special, a ruby to say she's rad, or an emerald to let her know she's excellent. They've got just about anything you can imagine in all shapes and sizes, too. Gold necklaces, earrings, rings, diamond bracelets, and special gemstones, Oaks Jewelry leaves no stone uncovered when it comes to finding that special something. With complimentary gift wrapping, refreshments while you shop, and the friendliest staff of jewelry professionals around, just show up and let them show off their stuff. And if that's all too overwhelming for you and you don't know what to do, a gift card would make a perfect stocking stuffer, and they'll tuck it into a beautiful jewelry travel organizer just for you. So don't wait. Stop by Oaks Jewelry off of Newberry Road right across the street from the mall, and I guarantee you she'll fall in love all over again. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. If you still can't find them, just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel any time. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you'll want to make. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators.
Matthew here from Westwood One. Coming up on Monday Night Football, an AFC matchup between the Titans and the Dolphins. Following a close loss to the Colts last week, Tennessee now travels south to face a hot 9-3 Miami team. Can the Titans stop one of the league's leading offenses? Or will the Dolphins roll to a fourth straight win? Join us to find out on Monday Night Football. Coverage starts Monday night at 7.30 right here on WRUF. Clear skies and very cool conditions continue through early evening. Tonight, some patchy frost is possible as temperatures tumble into the 30s. A chilly, frosty Tuesday morning turns into a cool, breezy afternoon in the 60s. Then Tuesday night gets cold and windy with lows around 50. Now Wednesday will be another breezy, dry day with highs near 70. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Jeff George. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Wow, thing! Since you were talking about Snoop Dogg, he played Snoop for you. Yeah. Well, he and, um, you know, he's a big part of my life now. This isn't Snoop. Who is it, though? Uh, Funky Cole Medina. Same guy. Sings uh, it. Tone Loke. Tone Loke. Oh. Very good. See? Hip Pat's here today, everybody. <laughs> um, yeah, that's me, Hip Pat. Hip Cool. There is no such thing as Hip Pat. Hip Cool, awesome, amazing. Some uh, words for a guy that we're going to have on the radio tomorrow, Cornelius Ingram. He will uh, join the show after another state championship. I had him on the podcast today, and he was uh, very eloquent. Let's just put it that way. He is he is Cornelius, and he is. Well, I, I asked him this question. I said, and we'll ask him this tomorrow again. Why are you going to double up? That's not what I asked him. What are you, are you questioning that I got him on the that I got him before you? No, no. I'm, why are you doubling up on the same question if you already know the answer because you already asked it? Well, I'm just. Why curious. would you do that? I, I want to see if I can get a different go into the uh, college football. If he was willing to he make to that, that jump, yeah. Oh, okay. Because I think that's what a lot of people want to know. But we all know there's only one answer. Yeah, I want to be a coach at the at Florida. That's all we want to hear from him. You kind of think that though that this guy, Cornelius Ingram, has is a good enough coach to get things out of people. Mm-hmm. You, you always wonder high school to pro to college, whatever impact. But I mean, you think about what he's been able to do there. I mean, I don't think anybody was thinking of Hawthorne as a power and. High school football when he walked in the door, you know, um, and he's taken it and he's made it unbelievable. I mean, two straight, four uh, straight championship appearances, not bad. Yep. So uh, it'll be fun talk to him and congrats again on uh, Hawthorne and that great community, what they've been able to do. And I know we didn't talk about it, but Buholtz fell just short. I don't know. Who what happened to Buells? I never, I never did see. What they happened. lost in the final four on a miss extra point. Oh, lost twenty one twenty. Brutal. Yeah, um, but they had. Let's not mention the name. They of still, the kid that they still had three possessions point. after that and weren't able to uh, punch it in. So those, uh, yeah, it was tough. But 
Great year for uh, Chuck Bell in year one and what they were able to do. Big name in the uh, transfer portal that I just found. You want to know who it is? Uh, I'm going to go with um, Ryan Leaf. No, he's too old. Um, From out that way, though, Atticus Sappington. I, I, you know, Atticus can get it done. A wide receiver, no, right? He was okay. the Oregon State kicker. Okay. <laughs> I had no idea. He was uh, 13 of 14 this year. So he was good. Well, they don't need a kicker. Yeah. Don't need a kicker. It seems like everybody's coming out. One of the Gators out, kickers already left. I know, but it seems like everybody's coming out is somebody Florida doesn't need. What they need are the guys that aren't coming out. But he know? doesn't sound like a kicker, though. What, what, what sport do you think? Atticus Sappington should play lawyer. No sport. Um, lacrosse. No, not lacrosse. <laughs> he sounds like a golfer, doesn't he? Turn your phone off. Atticus Sappington. Yeah, kind of a country club guy. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and I don't. I already don't like him. Right there. If that's his name. All right. We like the uh, the name Matt, so let's talk to him. Matt, what's up, man? Sounds like a fencer. Like, what is it? <laughs> what's the name? Does it? Yeah, that's good. That's a good one. What do you, what do you call somebody that, that fences? Is it, is it a fencing or fencer? Or is there a name? I, I jouster? A jouster. Jouster's good, probably. That's Well, that's the, medi- that's the medieval time name. I'm sure that name was probably passed down from back then. Sure. Um, so, uh, you know, I was thinking about Cornelius Singer. Um, it were, okay, so everybody's freaking about freaking out about ETN leaving, and, you know, it's not good. It's a loss. But I remember when CI got hurt. You remember how catastrophic that was? Like, oh, we're Huge. done. You know, it's, Huge. it was such a big loss. And then what happened? You know, we, we ended up with uh, – you know what? What's his name? Uh, 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 the murder. Killer. Yeah. Um, they ended up with the yeah, murder. Yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. now let's just hope. <laughs> let's just hope the next running back, you know, doesn't start, you know, plotting out victims. Um, but you know, I, I just thought about Ci though. I just remember how good that guy was. Well, you player. think I mean, about how, how good that team was as a whole. That the team mm. he had put together, and you add Ci because don't forget Ci got hurt in the. In August, so I mean, it was uh, he didn't play all year. How good they would have been with him, and he, and he did have catches in the uh, 06 national title game. Yep. So, I mean, he the guy was a they great player, just, and I would I would love stacking. to have seen how good he could have been in the NFL if he hadn't had those because he had two knee injuries. So I would have loved yeah. to have seen how good he could have been because he is. He's a guy who's built for the NFL. I mean, six foot three, you know, two hundred and forty pounds that could run like the wind. So you know, his son is now is six foot six five and a half. Yep. He's like he's like he's like Jeff Cardozo height. That's right. <laughs> well, we we were stacking talent back then and I, I just I don't think I don't think you can stack talent anymore. Because the minute that I mean, they just move on. I mean, that's the whole problem with this transfer report. There's no commitment. You can't. You can't hold them. You know, it's just. 
I, mean, I don't understand if a coach. At the end of the year, though, somebody's going to win more games than the other, and they're going to win the national. Yeah, but Matt, I'm I'm with you, man. I I think you know for the ones that are not playing, and you know it's been a year or two, and they haven't sniffed the field, or they maybe have you know 20 catches for 300 yards or something in two years. Like those are the guys that should transfer, but. When you have like everybody now that even was a stud last year, and all these guys are great quarterbacks at their positions, and they're still leaving just for the money, that's where it's all screwed up to me. Mm-hmm. And I, and obviously Etn even like it's not like he wasn't playing, and he would have played more if he could pass block probably. But you know they used him perfectly, did everything that he was supposed to do, and and then but he still it's still not good enough. And I think those are the the issues and problems that I have with the guys. Those are the ones transferring. I mean you. Princely as well. There's no reason that guy should transfer. I mean, you're you're the best guy on your defense. Stick it out, you freaking moron. Like it pisses me off. How much how much money if if somebody's gonna give you a hundred grand for the year and somebody's gonna give you twenty grand for the year, what are you gonna do? You're not gonna you're gonna do the same thing he did. That that's the thing is and if they're offering him a hundred grand they're making a mistake, okay? I'll just say that. ETN doesn't have to do anything. There's enough tape on him. Yep. I mean, he just he just doesn't need to get injured, and he's in the NFL. I mean, what really can he do? Yeah, make an extra hundred thousand, but I just I, I I don't I don't get any of it. But hey, is eight and four the number? Is that the number he has to hit next year, Napier? I, I mean, is that have we decided? I, I would never eight, ever. Eight, Say the coach has hit a number. Never. Do I think but he if you needs? Were gonna say, if you were going to say, you would say eight and four. I <laughs> would say eight and four would, would make, especially considering their schedule, he doesn't have to worry about it at eight and four. That's what yeah, I would and say. I, but I, you know, if, let's just say it was seven and five. I think progress I, yeah, and the difference how you win, be, how, yeah. you, how you lose, you know, certain things like that would probably be a big part of it. And look, do I question some of his coaching on field? Yes, I have. I think he needs to get better. But, man, that guy's had some bad luck. When he came in, look at everything that transpired, you know, with NIL, transfer portal, everything. Because his whole model was set up to succeed. But when all of this happened, it just changed everything. And – we weren't ready for it. Yep. But Completely I, agree. If if there was no NIL when he got if if this was ten years ago, he'd be the, no the portal, perfect no coach. Yeah. Because of the way he's building it and recruits and what he does and what he understands how to build a program, it would have been amazing. But I will say this, Jeff. And look at if if um, there is going to be a thought out there by some Gator fans and some people maybe in the administration where. Hey, look, he's got this all set up now perfectly for us. Let's get another guy in here that can do a better job of coaching. And that that, that would be my biggest fear of all is Billy Napier, that I've set this all up and I've got you guys in the, the situation that you needed to be at that you weren't at and you were not even close to it. And now they can come in with another guy and say, all right, you inherit this situation. Ron Zook was for Urban Meyer just like Napier may be for Lane Kiffin. See you guys. All right. Thank you, Matt. No, and that's what Ron Zook was. Ron Zook recruited the hell. I mean, again, we didn't but, have NIL, Okay, but with but, what, what was just said, though, that's not necessarily the case anymore. 
With Ron Zook, he was able to build it and guys had to stay here. So if you all of a sudden want to get rid of Billy Napier and they have a great recruiting I'm class this though, year, the, those guys can jump ship. The structure and the culture and all that stuff could be set up and then the next guy could come in and they could go, wow, this is not even that hard because you guys already know what you're supposed to do. You already know what you're going to get. You know what's what, going on. I'm, I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm saying there's a possibility. If I was... Billy Napier, that would be my biggest fear, is that I all I'm doing is setting things up for the next guy. Okay, but again... I don't think he'll feel that way, but if I was him, I would might feel that way. But again, if that happened, and if everybody was loyal to Billy Napier, they could all then say, I'm out, with no repercussions. You couldn't do that before. Yep. So you it's could. not necessarily all set up. If that's going to be the the thought no, of I'm not, no, no. administration you're, you're, you or somebody and the reasoning about, for you think I'm talking about personnel? I'm talking about uh, structure. I'm talking about nil. I'm talking about all that stuff, getting all that stuff in line that they haven't had it. Uh, obviously, when he walked in here, it wasn't in line. Rid of and the recruiting coordinator and everybody mess. else. Yes, that's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. They had to kind of piece it together for a long time over these two years. And now I think it's it's finally where they want it to be. But you could also go, okay, well, let's get a guy in here that can run it the way we want it to run it. I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm just throwing this out there as a possibility. All right, we're going to throw out there our final break, come back and wrap up our number one right after this. Cloaked in orange and blue and fortified on the campus of the University of Florida. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. There's not many of us out there that really like going to the doctor. Well, I do want to tell you about a doctor that's amazing and essential for our everyday lives. It's the docs at Auto ER. A proud partner of the Florida Gators, they make you feel comfortable, don't take a lot of your valuable time, and most importantly, they'll always find the problem. With five locations around town, they'll proudly serve families and drivers like you across Gainesville, Alachua, Jonesville, Newberry, and High Springs. And as they love to say, it's for the life of your car. Check them out online at theautoer.com. It's an ER you'll actually like going to. Tina, I need your help. Jim is just so hard to shop for. This happens every holiday season. Shopping for Rick used to be tough until he told me about Electronics World. Electronics World? Yep, that's where I go to find everything that Rick wants. All the smart electronics to make our life simple we got at EW. Smart electronics? Yes, everything from big screens to home theater, whole home sound to custom shades, our surveillance system and more. With one app to control and monitor it all. To find out more, visit electronicsworld.net. No radio access? Don't worry, we have you covered. Listen to Gators play-by-play anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. We are ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, wrapping up the first hour, let's do it with a phone call as uh, John will join us. Hey, John, what's up, man? Hey, guys, how y'all doing? Awesome. Hey, yeah, y'all were talking about, you know, word of Coach uh, Napier worried about he's building all this up. Well, if you win games, you don't have to worry about, you know, your house going away if you're not taking care of business. No, yeah, that's, that's what you got to do. You got to win. It, all you got to do is win. It's very simple. It, college football is a very simple sport. If you win, they love you. If you don't win enough, they don't love you. If you win, yep. I mean, if you if you win a lot, they really love you. Yeah, I mean, I I look back. Whoa, what we. Uh, wouldn't we love to take the Ron Zook wins and loss seasons that he gives oh. us right now? Eight, eight, <laughs> and seven. I can tell you the numbers uh, right off the top of my head. It, uh, and a winning record against, really, a winning record against Georgia. Probably would have won his last game yeah. against Georgia if he hadn't been fired the week before. Two and one, yeah, except the week he got fired. You're right. Yep. And his biggest thing was is he couldn't get over, He after the first year, he couldn't get over the Tennessee hump. Well, Ron's problem was that he couldn't get over a lot of humps. He he just had a hard time kind of getting to the next level. Like he he couldn't get like he he told us he wasn't going to be Steve Spurrier when he came in. And then he wasn't Steve Spurrier and mm-hmm. they were like, "Wait a minute. We didn't know you weren't going to be Steve Spurrier. What are you talking about?" But he was certainly better than a lot of coaches that have been through here. In fact, if you were doing a ranking of top 15 coaches in Florida history, I mean, he'd probably be, what, I don't know, seven, eight, nine, somewhere in there. Yeah. I mean, he, you know, he's, you know, he, and he has his pluses and minuses. It seemed like he'd always, you know, for the most part, he'd have a good, he always would have a good, uh, a good group of, um, assistant coaches that he put around him. And he always won one game you didn't think he'd win, and he'd always lose one game you always didn't think he'd lose. Yeah. Well, like the Miami game the year that he had the oh, God. <laughs> as excited thinking we had it, and then they <laughs> lose it in the end. Yeah, and but, you look at you look at the year he beat uh, the national champs um, LSU, and the year he lost to a team that had lost to Maine and Mississippi State. Yep. <laughs> I mean, yeah, hey, he was, just he just he couldn't keep it consistently going. Look. When you start your career with a website that's fireronzook.com, which started the whole process of that internet, people going after coaches, that's that's really where it began. And poor Ron Zook was the guy who had to put up with it. Yep. Well, well guys, enjoy the show. I all right, John. I say the last few, few days have been pretty tough with all the news. Maybe we can close out the next next week with some more positive news. Well, here, I'll, I'll give you some positive news before you hang up, just in case you don't listen. So Gators just got a commit from a, a defensive end, 6'5", 270-pounder, a JUCO kid that had uh, offers from Auburn, Georgia, and Oregon, and Miami. And uh, he decided to be a Gator. So there's there's some that's good news right that, there. That's what that's that that will make or break next season is the the, the offensive and defensive yep, line. Yep, line of scrimmage. Brian Taylor Thank Jr. You. is his name. All right, 
Thanks, John. Thank Appreciate you. you. Yeah, I mean that's the biggest been the biggest problem. Offensive and defensive lines, really. Great. What three years? There was a uh, really, really good baseball card. I have to ask Jamil about it. Kid's name was Brian Taylor. He was pitcher for the Yankees, a lefty. Like everybody wanted that he card. He was a first pick in the draft. Yeah. yeah. And he never amounted to anything. No, he was nothing. So, I mean, everybody had to have that card. And then nothing. Brian well, Taylor I hope you Jr. Didn't a lot Maybe this is his kid, Brian Taylor Jr. It could be. That'd be cool. Wow. I go Why get his autograph. I'll look into it. But he's from Texas, so I don't know. All right. That'll do it for hour number one. Whole nother hour coming at you. Come join us here on the tailgate. WRUF Gainesville, W251CG Gainesville, from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever, so we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can't be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gattles got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. So I have been in the operating room most of my career watching people have orthopedic surgery, watching people get knees replaced, hips replaced, shoulders fixed, and I knew there had to be a better way. That's Dr. Daniel Zuckerman, a medical director for QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in non-invasive regenerative treatments for pain relief. I see so many people who could have been helped before they got to the operating room if only they had known about regenerative medicine. QC Kinetics, a natural alternative that uses your body's own healing process properties to help restore and repair damaged joint tissue, providing long-lasting relief without drugs, surgery, or downtime. Well, it feels great when I do get to see somebody who we help, who I know I kept out of the operating room. It's amazing how we change people's lives without surgery. Call QC Kinetics for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352 400 I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Melvin Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself and I gave him a call and they completely changed everything for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000 at Melvin Law. We won't back down. 
It's a hard reality to know you're getting older. Believe me, I sit next to Pat every single day. But we all have to go through it. And with it comes some aches and pains with every single step. But the good part is the pains are fixable. And one quick stop into Titan MRI will get you going in the right direction. There's lots of us out there that think we can just handle pain or it'll just eventually go away. But what you may not realize, you could be ruining yourself for many years to come. I'm telling you, go see Joe and the crew at Titan MRI. Their entire mindset is finding out what you need to feel better and getting it to someone that can fix it. With an average scan time of just 10 to 15 minutes, you'll be back on your way, carrying on your day in no time. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in Gainesville, and their staff has more than 20 years of experience in the community. And they've been so good that Lake City came calling. They've got a place that is perfect up in Columbia County as well. Even your own doctors are bringing their families to Titan MRI. So get in front of those aches and pains and tell your doctor to refer you to Titan MRI. This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore dueling the grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold it's time to tailgate here are jeff and pat all right hour two let's get it welcome into the show if you missed the first hour we appreciate you, you finally finding us. Oh, good I'll first say. hour. I was just saying you didn't miss anything. It was good. Always good. It's going to be better this hour. This is the hour that matters. That's what I'm saying. I think they both matter. Duels. I think this is the one, though, today that is really going to matter where we're going to give. That's why you have issues with the ladies sometimes. You only give them half of your time. Don't worry about one you got to put in the full thing, man. She doesn't care about me either. Well, you just got to put in the effort. Um, all right, so told you at the very end of the first hour, if you missed it, uh, the Gators get a, a D lineman to uh, sign a JUCO kit out of Blinn Junior College, 6'5", Blinn. 270 pounds. Who played there? Um, George Stephanopoulos. Cam Newton. He did, yes. So, good get. Uh, a lot of people wanted him, and Georgia was one of them. So was Auburn, and so was Oregon. So, Gators get a, a, a much-needed D lineman for sure. And it got me thinking because his name is spelled B-R-I-E-N and not B-R-I-A-N like normal Brian's, you would think. So it made what, me think what does of that mean? Like you're not a normal Brian if well, you're that's like if you spell your name G-E-O-F-F. That's not a normal Jeff. It's it's a British Jeff. Right. So but we're not in Britain. Uh, well so you're saying your name is spelled J E F. That is correct. But no G R E Y and not E R Y. What about G E F F? That was the giraffe from Toys R Us. That's how he spelled his name. <laughs> Jeffrey. Jeffrey the giraffe. So was your name Jeffrey? Got us thinking of Brian Taylor from the Yankees. No, you were thinking about it. Back in the day. Well, got me thinking of it. <laughs> and you wonder whatever happened to him. So you look Looked up his Wikipedia page, and you know that there's some of you out there that remember Brian Taylor. I do. I you're told a you I did. Card yeah. collector. Back before you could have agents, Scott Boris was his advisor, mm-hmm. and 
Still says, to this day, Brian Taylor is the best high school pitcher I've ever seen in my life. That was pretty uh, interesting. He dominated. Back then, he was throwing 98-99 from the left side. So, struck out 213 guys in 88 innings. It's pretty good. In high school? In high school. So, that's almost three an inning. What did he do in college? He didn't go to college. What did he do in the Because he signed with the Yankees. Here's what happened to him. That's what I and I didn't realize it. He never became anything. Had a couple of good years in the minors, and then it says on December 18th, 1993, Taylor was injured while defending his brother in a fist fight. It was reported that he confronted a man, and blah blah blah, got in a fight, lacerations of the face. So the Yankees then thought it was just a bruise, took him to the doctor, and that was Frank Joe back then. Remember. Yeah. Really good doctor. And he uh, tore the labrum in his shoulder, missed the entire season the next year, and just like me, shoulder injury, surgery, and never I was gonna say, it sounds did it again. Kind of like, it's like uh, my story. Brandon MacArthur, too. You know, I mean. Well, that was a little different, but. Yes. No, he got hit, you know. And, he got sucker punched. Yeah. At a club. Almost died. Yeah. He's a scout now. He's doing some good things. I, I saw him literally, believe it or not, I was in a pool in St. Augustine, and he was in the same pool. Wow. And I don't know why, but we we, we talked for a long time. He's a good yeah, guy. It must have been uncomfortable you were in your Speedo trying to talk to him. I've never been in a Speedo as we've wrong with you before. You got to whip that thing out. I don't, have, I don't have that kind of a... How about the European uh, like shorty shorts? I wear the longest, baggiest <laughs> shorts I can possibly get to cover up every part of my body. So anyway, that's what happened to uh, Brian Taylor, for those that want to know. And then post-life... I thought he was in... Uh, wasn't he in Queen? Wasn't he the bass player in Queen? No, he was not. <laughs> he, uh, after he was done, had five kids and worked as a UPS package handler. And then as a so be- he beer of, distributor... He was in King of Queens. Yes, he was. <laughs> but then the uh, saddest part... In 2012, charged with cocaine trafficking and undercover narcotics and sentenced to jail. So that's what happened to Brian Taylor. It's a, it's a boy, that, that was a great buildup to a terrible ending to a story, and we appreciate that. you got to have a conclusion. People want to know <laughs> what happened to him. But you don't always, you don't want to start a story that is going to end up that way. Why not? Not everybody's makes the right decisions. Roger Taylor was the bass player, I think. No, yes. Roger Taylor was a drummer. For Bernard, what's up? Hey, man, before I go to my football or baseball, this show here a ton. You know, for a while, Mike Trout was considered the best player in baseball. Mm-hmm. And every year, the uh, Angels were out of the pennant. They were 60 games out in August. Then they got Shohei a ton in the same thing. I know the baseball people really respect this talent, and I'm a knowledgeable baseball fan. It, it's just hard for me to be on this train when th- these teams are finishing so far out. I mean, are you making your team better? I, I, I know that if Barry Bonds was still playing, they would hold that against him. I, I just I don't think the Braves are sitting in the booth. If you're a great player, you got to me. You got to uplift your team some kind of way, and I haven't seen it from Mike Trout 
Shoe Air Tony. So now they have Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman. And what's going to happen if they don't win the World Series this year? They're probably going to get rid of uh, Dave Roberts, which is a pretty, who's I think is one of the best managers in baseball. You know, it's hard to project when you get in those playoffs, those five game series. The team gets hot. And before you know it, you know, you played 162-plus games and your season's over with and you're shaking your head. Was this some kind of bad dream or was this reality? I know the Braves kind of tested that. Yeah, this year. Yeah, it's it's really hard. And obviously that was, you know, Kershaw was not good and that's how they kind of got started and then just never were able to to recover from it. I, I think the issue, yeah, you have two generational talents in Trout and Shohei, but they didn't have anybody else. They didn't build it the right way around them. They just thought getting that one player would make a difference. But as you can see with what the Braves did and gosh, the the teams that have won these last couple of years, you have to have an overall team. There's 25 dudes for a reason. I mean, heck when the Braves won it, remember it was this obscure guy playing center field that nobody even heard of. And he had a great postseason. He got hot at the right time. So yeah, you you never know. I think Shohei would be, is going to be better there. I think just the, the problem with him it's not a talent by any means, but he doesn't want to, I think, help the sport and market the sport. And I think that's that's probably the, the hard part. Now, the Dodgers are going to make a whole bunch of money well, because of them and but they the don't community that's there. All they got to do is put his name up there. Yeah, I know. I, I get that. But I think that's also why you know maybe the Angels couldn't, couldn't be better because you didn't have this personality going out there sure. and – you know, trying to recruit guys or do it like he just kind of is. It's almost like he's too nice, and and I don't like to say that because I try to be nice, and I feel like that's the way you got to live life. And nobody's do ever things. accused you of being too nice. But so that's I think that I think that's part of the problem with Shohei. He just, you know, there wasn't a much to do about any of this with free agency or anything. He just kind of stayed behind the scenes, and um, but my thing he's going to go bow at you after you you hit him every year. The uh, it seems like the Yankees get a new superstar and they never win. And and when did the when's the last time the Dodgers won the World Series? I mean, it's been a while. I mean, they. I mean, the bottom line is you've got to have a team. And and what what I think a lot of teams are doing is building for the regular season, which is like we used to laugh about how the Braves would have been the best team ever if they played best of thirty seven. Wait. No, the Dodgers just won a few years ago. I think they no, won the COVID they, year. Yeah, that, yeah, they won that. that one didn't count. Yeah, the COVID year, right? We 2020? Count, we don't count that one. They, they, the Dodgers won that COVID year. Yeah, 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 yeah that's we, right. don't count, we don't count that. When, when's yeah, the year hey, that so, before they won? Still won it. Hey, hey, so, nah, it didn't hey, count. Uh, hey, Jeff, let me ask you a question. Yeah. You've been a sideline reporter for hey, baseball football guy. team for, for football for how long? Um, I've been around since 2009. Let me ask you this question. Would you consider yourself an insider? I mean, by that I mean, do they come with you and say, hey, Jeff, this is, I'm going to give you this information, but I want you to not tell anybody, keep it to yourself. Do you ever get, does that ever happen to you about the, maybe the football program? Um, I mean, I, I know things that I'm not going to say, but I don't think they ever okay. just come to me and re- yeah, tell they me don't, stuff. I, I can tell you this. They don't leak stuff to Jeff and know that he won't uh, say it. But, I mean, there are things he sees. I mean, he's on the field. He can see things. I mean, that maybe gives us a little bit of an insight. So, Jeff, I'm going to follow that up with these three questions. Every day 
I go to 247 Sports, and I look at Clemson, Florida State, Miami, and Georgia, and Florida. And some weeks ago, I was on this site, and they were talking about possible Porter entries. And I saw on the Florida State and Georgia site, they had Trevor Etienne. I'm saying, man, man, this is some BS. This guy's played a lot of football at Florida for the last two years. He'd be the last person to enter the transfer portal. So then this thing happened, Steve. So this didn't happen overnight. As a member of the football broadcasting team, one, were you hearing things? Was the staff aware? I mean, this, this just didn't happen overnight. This is something that w- was was going on behind the scene, underneath the surface. Were Were you aware of it? Was the football program or the coaches aware? Of it, or were they caught off guard? No, I, I I think they were aware. But I think the you know what what you're didn't getting... it happen last year, Jeff? They they people came after him hard yeah. last, last. And year. what you're getting from a lot of that stuff is you, you know you you have parents, you have friends, you have somebody that talks to somebody and then that person's not going to keep quiet and then it starts to spread and there's different things going on. It like this day and age, Bernard, that like that stuff's never going to be kept quiet because you also have a person in ETN, we'll use that example, obviously doing some diligence and saying, Hey, if I got in the portal, what could I get? And then that starts to spread, and different things happen. So yeah, no, nobody keeps quiet anymore. And 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 I even would say that for and Pat's not really in it, but I mean I, I think that there's certain people within the media that cover a beat, you know that that don't want to keep it quiet either, and they might leak it or just put something else out there just to to do that kind of stuff. But I mean it's it's the people like me or Tate or Shane or Sean. Stevie, like anybody that's a part of all that, like you're never going to hear any of that because that's just not what I'm yeah, I'm going but to do. You're you're also but, looking at a guy who is considering a school that won 12 games and a school that won 13 versus a school that won seven or five. So that that is going to be a factor, and it would be a factor for me if I was a player. Yeah, you keep saying that over and over. So my thing to you would be: the How many years did you work at? The, how many times? How long did you work at the game, Bill? Song? Uh, a long time. Thirty plus so years. Somebody yeah. came. You said, "I'm gonna lead a game, Bill." Song. It's a crappy newspaper, and I'm going to the uh, Tampa Tribune or, or the Miami Herald or St. Petersburg Times. How would you feel? Uh, a, it wasn't a crappy newspaper when I worked there. It became a crappy newspaper. And B, nobody, uh, the only person offered me a job, I took the job, and then the Gainesville Sun came back with more money to keep me there. So that's how valued I was as a customer. However, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. And it's just kind of like with the live golf and all these other things. But nobody was ever going to offer me enough money to go to leave the paper in Gainesville unless you know it's but it's different I mean it's different with what these guys are dealing with they they've never been through this before remember this Bernard they've never been through this in their lives these are kids who are coming into college and when they a lot of them when they when they entered college there was no NIL 
there was, or, or maybe it's just started early in their careers and they're finding it out. And they, then people come to them and saying, hey, we can give you this versus this. And they're like, yeah, I'll take that. So, I mean, it, it's a weird world we live in and it's just what we got to so do. I'm going to say this, man. I, I'm going to say that I'm not going to beat that guy up. Or we, he, we, we don't own him. He, you know, this is free country. He can nope. do what he wants. But I think sometimes you can stay there. Maybe, you know, I, I can be uh, take accountability, say maybe I can get better with my past protection because and, and, and do what I can as a, to better myself as an individual player to help my team become better overall because, you know, it I think people will be surprised if he doesn't end up at Georgia and they have three running backs signed out of high school. That's neither here nor there. My next two questions for you, Jeff, is this. Do you think that maybe this Brian Teller, who's supposed to be a big-time player, may throw this question out of the – may make it non-irrelevant? Does it look like sometime in the portal that maybe Florida does not go – after the top tier players in the portal, and my last question is: We just hired a, a, a DB coach, Will Harris, mm-hmm. and from my understanding, they were also they hired a, 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 a defensive line coach. It's just something they are trying to keep quiet. Is the UAA kind of is a that present uh, is a hindering block because they move slow in terms of vetting and and all the administration stuff because, hey, look, Dabo Swain had two coaches last year, and in that athletic administration, they signed off on it, and it was over and done with. No, I don't I don't think there's any hindrance or, or them holding back. I just think that it's a pretty important hire, and I think through all this, you, you have to have somebody. I think Billy Napier plans to be here for a while. Austin Armstrong plans to be here for a while, so they want to hire somebody that – wants to buy into what they're trying to do. There, so there is a little bit of a look, they're not gonna release something until they have it totally vetted. And some I, I remember one time with, with uh Napier when he hired uh Brian White and I put it up on the he told me that he hired Brian White and I put it up on the website and they go, Take it down, take it down. We haven't totally vetted him yet and I had to wait twenty four hours so they totally Veteran. But but so I, yeah, I but I would out. say Bernard the the compliance here um, a lot stricter for good reasons than than yeah. other places. Um, okay. Yeah. And then All no, right. I and I and I think they try to go after the the best of the best in the portal. But I also again think not winning the last couple of years and. Like if you're in the portal, you want to like, the, and that's the reason ETN's leaving and. You know why Princely's leaving? Like, if you're in the portal, you want to go win somewhere. You felt like you've been at a place that you don't have that opportunity and your window's running out, so it's hard to then try to get people to come to Florida knowing what's been the last couple of years. But with Mertz coming back and, you know, hopefully some other things happening, then you can at least sell it a little bit more, and you've got to have guys like Mertz out there telling how good it is, and I think that's why his message on when he's – when he decided to come back, talked about how great of a time it is here and the coaching staff and everything else. So, And then, obviously, the other reason is they, they can't pay guys enough, and I think that, that's part of the problem. Yeah, man, well, uh, you know, I look like I think two key guys, they they, they were able to keep Merce and they were able to keep Cameron Jackson, I guess. You, 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 win, you win some, 
and you lose some, just hopefully they, they can fortify and uh, be ready to be a much improved product on the field next year. Hey, man, you guys have a great evening. Yep. We'll talk later. Yeah, okay? appreciate you. Okay. Thank you. We'll snag a break and come back with more of your phone calls right after this. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Every morning I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, y'all. It's Kyle from Leonardo's Pizza of Millhopper. As the year turns over, I just want to say thank you to our great customers for making 2023 the biggest and best year in Leonardo's 47-year history. Since 1976, we have never baked more than we just did, and 2024 will take us even higher. At Leo's, of course, we make delicious pizza, garlic knots, and salad bar, but we sell memories. Come in with your family and friends to relive old ones, make some new ones, and let us know that you heard me on the tailgate. Jeff, we keep getting older but Leo stays the same age. The holidays are here, and even though you've already missed Black Friday, the best deals are going to last all month long. The place we all know and love and the place that she'll love you for going, of course, it's Oaks Jewelry. So many things make the holidays special, and Oaks Jewelry has a plethora of picks that will score you points all year long. How about a diamond stud to prove that you're a stud, or a sapphire to say you're special, a ruby to say she's rad, or an emerald to let her know she's excellent? They've got just about anything you can imagine in all shapes and sizes, too. Gold necklaces, earrings, rings, diamond bracelets, and special gemstones, Oaks Jewelry leaves no stone uncovered when it comes to finding that special something. With complimentary gift wrapping, refreshments while you shop, and the friendliest staff of jewelry professionals around, just show up and let them show off their stuff. And if that's all too overwhelming for you and you don't know what to do, a gift card would make a perfect stocking stuffer, and they'll tuck it into a beautiful jewelry travel organizer just for you. So don't wait. Stop by Oaks Jewelry off of Newberry Road right across the street from the mall, and I guarantee you she'll fall in love all over again. I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Melvin Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself and I gave him a call and they completely changed everything for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Melvin Law, we won't back down. Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout 
fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators. We are your home for the New Year's Six Bowl Series and the College Football Playoff, your college football holiday headquarters. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is Gators head men's basketball coach Todd Golden, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, we are back here on the tailgate. It is a mere 30 minutes or so until we're done for the first day of our last week. Because after this, Jeff, you and I are taking some time off. And we are looking forward to our uh, spending time with our families on Christmas and for all that. Until then, let's go to the phones <laughs> and get the cattlemen. Mikey, what's up? Hey guys, Merry Christmas. You too. Hey guys, I got a lot of content today. I'm gonna move really quickly, but good time I guess to say thanks for all the great entertainment this year. Y'all got a great station. Steve's great. A lot of great sports, knowledgeable sports talk, and that's why I listen. A lot of choices out there, and uh, thanks for the great entertainment in 2023. Yeah, sure thing. Appreciate you you being a part of it. Yeah, not everybody's a Florida fan, right? I know y'all got a couple of Florida State fans that call in. Still waiting for a Miami fan to call in. I hadn't heard one of those yet. Hey, uh, they Jeff, don't exist. Uh, okay. Hey, uh, we'll move quick here, guys. Jeff, I heard the Brian Taylor stuff. Um, don't want to get into that, but he got a hundred million dollars up front, right? Give or take, way back when. No, no, no. Back then, it was he only got like a million and a half to sign out of high school. Well, that's still a lot of money, okay? But I thought it was, so. It was, okay, I thought it was like 10, at least ten or no, what? No, no, like yeah, it, it, it was it was nineteen ninety one. So at at that time, he had the highest signing bonus ever at one point five million. Yeah, even with the financial planner and adjust for inflation, you still wonder how you blow, go through that money, but I guess you explained that. Yeah. Hey, uh, next thing, guys. Um, I heard something first hour caught my attention. Um, the uh, president of Harvard is under attack for plagiarism, supposedly the best university in America. And um, did I hear a caller first hour say he flushed Sunbelt Billy and hire Kiffin? He did, yes. Isn't that, isn't that my call? Yeah, uh, I think you planted it to get a, get another person on the bandwagon. Yeah, no, I admit to that, but uh, <laughs> uh, Scott Strickland and Pat Dooley said that uh, Lake Hiffin doesn't like to recruit. He just likes to go to New Year's Six bowl games at Ole Miss, and Florida didn't give him a sniff. Uh, y'all finally waking up. Uses the portal a lot, for sure, and he, yeah. he convinced his three best players to come back next yeah. year. Yeah, who recruits anymore? Good point, Jeff. It's all in the portal now. You got a comment on that, Pat? Yeah, no, um... I I do think that there's two ways to do it. Let's put it that way. There's that would a, be an interesting question if if, if you ran into Strickland at because Hulk, like a lot of schools have done it totally different. They've done it totally through. I mean Georgia, Alabama have done it totally through yeah. recruiting and a couple of guys here and there. 
Uh, Ole Miss has done it basically through the portal. Uh, Texas has done it a lot through the portal. Um, Colorado, obviously, as we know it has. So there's yeah. different ways to do it. I have no problem though. with that. I don't think that's a problem. Yeah, yeah, that'd be an interesting question, though, to ask Strickland in front of a camera on the record. Hey, hey, Scott, why did looking back on hindsight being 2020, why didn't you interview Kiffin, dude? You think he ever gets that question around town? No. Uh, may, well, may, maybe the landscaper asked him. Hey, just two more things for you guys. A little basketball tiff and back to football on the way out door. I'm going to try to make you laugh, Jeff. Okay. Um, guys, look at the uh, new AP basketball poll. We're flipping the script into basketball now. Only two SEC teams ranked this week. Kentucky's loaded and looks like Tennessee's got a special con- uh, player with this Connect guy. He might be a Marshall Henderson type wild offensive dude if y'all haven't seen him yet. But I was looking in the others receiving votes and I see about five SEC teams on the waiting list for the top 25. It looks like if you go 30 deep, half the league's in the top 30. Um, can y'all give me a refresher on how Florida's looking in early conference? Well, what I'll tell you is the SEC has stunk, to be honest with you. They have not been good. They've lost a lot of non-conference games that were chances for them to to get better. Uh, I do like I, I I like Connect. I've seen him play. You know, he's a, a really uh, different kind of player, but he's he's a good player. He's not like a difference maker. He's not going to like change your your program or anything. But uh, Alabama's good. A uh, and M's pretty good, uh, but. There have been a lot of schools that have uh, – Kentucky's one of them. Kentucky losing to UNC Wilmington on Saturday. So, I mean, they, they, they've they been kind of a uh, – yeah, trouble- Arkansas is not as good as yeah, I think what people thought. That's the thing. The SEC this, this offseason or this uh, pre-conference season has not been very good. It hasn't overwhelmed anybody. They haven't, they haven't gotten a lot of good wins. Yeah, but but yeah. the losses though, like Bama loses a Purdue, who's really good, and that was close. Yeah. And um, but Missouri they keep losing. Lo- Missouri they, they lost don't to win Kansas, and it was really yeah. close. So they're good, but they're they're just they're playing some tough teams. It'll still be a good conference, and I think yeah. five well, or six get in. Yeah. Well, I was asking about Florida though. What, give me a yeah. I, so they're they're one in three against teams that are like really good, I guess, or at least better than yeah, what's expected. Two and two against the ACC. Yeah. And the in the net rankings they're they're one and three against like one and two. I think they're forty fifth in net yeah. right now. So they're they're middle of the pack, but they they had their didn't have their center for a couple of their they're, bigger games. They're very good on offense. Big difference. Not good. Can't play defense. They can't play defense at all. They're kinda like the football team. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's still early. We're still a month away from conference play. Uh, hey, last thing for you, Jeff. Are you drinking Dr. Pepper today? I'm going to see if I can make you spit some Dr. Pepper out your nose real quick. Uh, just the water today. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I pulled this on, on you back in early September. I'm going to try it again on you. Hey, guys, the uh, buzz nationally, of course, is the crazy call in the Chiefs game, uh, Kadarius Tony being offsides. Has yep. that come up today yet? Yes, we've talked on, about on, it. On, on the show. Well, uh, you know me, guys. I get kind of uh, accused of being negative or and all that jazz. But um, you remember what what uh, Tony did in week one? Dropped the pass. Yeah, he uh, dropped three passes. Yeah, he was he was the uh, goat of the um, Lions game in week one. The Chiefs are they're cruising. They might have a, a road playoff game this year. Something Mahomes has never faced. I guess it's pretty easy to go to the Super Bowl when you're playing all home games. But uh, I made you laugh last time on this, Jeff. I'll try it one more time. You know, um, everybody says Tom Brady's the goat. Well, hell, Kadarius Tony's been the goat twice this year. Very they good. They get you. Yeah, y'all hang in there. <laughs> All right, thank you.
You're all right over there? No, I'm not all right. Uh, I feel bad for Kadarius. I really do. And Calvin may not even know he was a Gator because I think he, he probably does. He would have crushed him more if I don't think he knows. No, nah, he probably does. Knowing him, he would know that. But I mean, look, it, they're going to be fine, and and. It drives me nuts to listen to these national guys. Like they were talking about the Eagles getting hammered by the Chiefs or the Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys. And they were talking about it today, and I'm listening to it on the way in. And I was like, are they like six and six? I'm like, I had to look up their record. They're 10 and three. If they were 10 and three in college football, they're going. I don't know how good the bowl game could be. Really, something this year. They're ten and three. They've got who's got a better record than them? Who? Mm. Uh, 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 okay, so stop it. Stop overreacting to losses to one game. Everybody, but I still don't think everybody has bad games in the Jaylen NFL. Jalen Hurts is the answer. Like I think he's going to prevent them from. Winning the I, Super Bowl. I don't think he did last year. I, I he was good in the and game, you, and you may be right about. It. I'm not saying you're wrong about that, but if you in college football, you when you have a bad game, you're usually good enough talent wise to win the game, and sometimes you don't. And when you don't, that's it's Georgia, you know, losing Alabama. It's other teams who have lost games. You you freak out in the NFL if you're not good enough. You pr- uh, you probably if you have a bad game, you're probably it's not going to be because you're not as good as the other team. They may be a little bit better than you, or you may be a little bit better than them. So in the end, you're going to end up twelve and four. The good teams are going to end up twelve and four, and and that's fine. I like I like the NFL, but the NFL is so different from college. It's not even the same. Atmosphere as college football. No, a couple of weeks ago, the Lions were God's gift to the I NFL know, this year. Exactly. No, they can't be named. But uh, they terrible. Oh, and, but it, these guys go in the air, and I it, they drive me nuts. I go, well, uh, obviously they've got to find leaders in uh, Philadelphia. They're ten and three, three, like three losses. I would love a season with three losses here in Gainesville. It would be nice. <laughs> All right. We'll get a break. We'll come back with more. Hold on real quick. Do you know the one team without a loss in the SEC so far, basketball-wise? My chair back. That's all I was doing. Basketball-wise. Uh, Ole Miss. Yes, very good. I do, I do follow a lot of basketball. We'll be right back after this. Live from Weimer Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you. 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 124-9384. 
Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy. Play It Again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for, and it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find, and I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Clear skies and very cool conditions continue through early evening. Tonight, some patchy frost is possible as temperatures tumble into the 30s. A chilly, frosty Tuesday morning turns into a cool, breezy afternoon in the 60s. Then Tuesday night gets cold and windy with lows around 50. Now Wednesday will be another breezy, dry day with highs near 70. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Jeff George. The Gators are here. Driving kick in the corner, three, Richard. Good, good, good. Got it to beat the buzzer. Sinks, catches, pump fake, shoots, banked it in and one. This is Gator Country. Throws out wing left. Kugel for three from the sideline. Good. Deep three is splashed home. This is Florida basketball. Chop this one up for the Gators. On the Gators Sports Network. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Pass, set, kill. We are your home for Gator women's volleyball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, so Jeff, let me ask you this cue. As we, this is what the kids call questions. So I'm going to ask you a cue, okay? Okay. You're standing on, this, on the line. Do you call... Kadarius Tony offsides. If I'm doing my job properly, yes. Then yes. If you're like, hey, you can move back. Hey, can you move back a little bit? Isn't that part of your job? Although I will say, 
Most of the NFL people are saying sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Well, that shouldn't be the the modus operandi. It should be always either do move back or always call offsides, right? I'm not, and I'm not trying to defend him. He was way offsides, no doubt about it. But not way offsides. Well, he was offsides enough. It didn't affect the play. We all know that, and that's what I, I think where people get upset. But um, all you had to do was go, hey. But he was inside, and the referee's not going to yell, hey, back up. He went that far away, Frank. Yes, he was. He wasn't inside. He was good 20 was yards probably away from the, the referee. Right. Not like he was on the freaking corner on the edge back right up. in front of the guy. Hey, back up. Right. You're not going to say that. I would. I would always tell her. I would always help somebody get through We're not talking about the, peewee the football mo- here. The moment that they were in versus trying to look for a reason to penalize them. But that's the kind of person I am. You're the kind of person that would always look to penalize it's somebody. not true. No, you would go, oh, man, I cannot wait to throw this flag. I help kids all the time. Oh, there it is. Oh, he did. Yeah, they snapped it. There it is. Not true. <laughs> I think it would be fun to be a umpire and a ref, though, once I retire. Yeah, you could do it. I couldn't, obviously. I would be an ump. I would just, because then I I would want people to like yell at me. You would be. <laughs> I'd get thrown out of a lot of games. Here's what, yes, exactly. You would be the the best <laughs> and the worst ump. Yes. Of all time, because let me tell you what your ball strike, your your uh, knowledge of the rules, nobody could ever come up and go, how could you ever call that a, a ball? I Look, I've seen enough pitches. I know I know what the ball and a strike is. Yeah. But if somebody got in your face, they would have no chance. No. They would be run before they even got like the second well, word out. Well, you know, coaches like the chatter, and I'd probably take it for once or twice, but then the next time, hey, where was that? It was beep, 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 beep. No, it, it would that's be. That's what I would yell back. I think a player would turn to you and go, "Really? That's the call you're going to make?" And you would go, "Here's the call you're going to make. Go to the bench. <laughs> you're not, you're out of this game." It would be fun. Go to sit down. Be an umpire. Yeah, you wouldn't last long because they would uh, eventually have to say, "We don't want Cardoza." Doing yeah, games. we don't want that guy doing our game. <laughs> He's throwing everybody out of the games. You'd be like, uh, "What's his name? Leslie Nielsen." <laughs> so. Throwing the uh, throwing the umpires out, that would be you, because you are you don't have a high tolerance for idiots. Correct. I think that's my you, problem. I, th- no, I don't think it's a problem. I think it's a gift that you have. You don't have a to- a high tolerance like, for stupidity. Yes. Do not like my. I think my my motto when I used to interview people for jobs, like I would literally say, "Okay, you're hired. Just don't be a moron." That's it. Don't be a moron. Like, use common and sense. It didn't always work, but it it's worked a, most of the time. Yeah, That it did. All right, let's uh, jump back to the phones. Looks like we've got uh, Porter ready to chat. Porter, what's up? Not much, not much. And, Pat, you must have been heartbroken. You're the big Kansas City Chiefs fan, you know, on top of it all, top of it all off, in addition to it being Kadarius Tony. Yeah. It was good. It was not a good <laughs> night for me. Yeah, I, was I hate happy. the Chiefs. Yeah. I, I mean, I hate it to be, happen to Tony, but man, I, 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 no matter what, I, I, I kept seeing that 
Chiefs of Niners, and I hate both of those teams. Like, man, I can't play. Like, I yeah, can't beat them I, in the Super Bowl, I, so I won't have anybody to root for. Look, I'm, I'm just a Mahomes <laughs> guy. It's really all I am. I'm not a big. I, I, I like Andy Reid too. Um, so that's. It's not that I'm a big like I pick a team kind of early in the year that I'm going to root for. Sometimes it's the Seahawks. It's it's always a a, col- a pro team with a college mentality. And you got to admit the Seahawks and the Chiefs are the, are the best of that. Kind of curious. I'm just well, you're you're so close to the to, to the way I was, you know, coming up being Braves fan cuz they were the ones on TV and then so forth. How is it that you ended up hating hating the Cowboys cuz like the Dolphins and the Cowboys, 1 o'clock on NBC, w, uh, ESH, or TLB, depending on if you have Daytona or Jacksonville, you have the Miami Dolphins almost every week. And at 4 o'clock on Channel 4, WJXT out of Jacksonville, you had the Cowboys almost every week. And that was it. You know, so <laughs> so that was who I grew up being able to see. So actually, I was a Dolphins and a Cowboys fan. How come you didn't like the Cowboys at all? Was there a story behind that? I'm just kind of curious. No, it's it's basically because I was a Dolph, a big Dolphins guy, and when they oh, beat, so you go back to '73 or '74, yeah, right out of the Super yeah, Bowl. back in those days. So when they beat gotcha. they beat the uh, Dolphins, that made me not like the Cowboys. Gotcha, fair enough. And I've carried it over. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I was I, I was a big Braves fan, of course, and you know, I, the, the the Flames, the Atlanta Flames. You know, they were my hockey team. Boy, they were terrible. Yeah, the, the, the Hawks before. You know, before I used to listen to uh, Atlanta Hawks <laughs> games, believe it or not, in St. Augustine on radio. And I don't know how in the mm-hmm. world I was able to do that. But back in those days, there was like nine radio stations. So I guess everything came through. But I, I would listen to the Hawks, Richie Guerin, you know. Um, and, well, and I was either. Back in the well, 70s, yeah. Right. This would have been right around 79 or 80 or 81, depending. I was I was here 14 or 15. I can't remember. Or I don't know. But the, the Braves were 140 of their games were televised. And I specifically remember going and I, I drive my grandfather's old beat-up car across the street and sit in the parking lot in the, the, the grass field because the reception there was great on AM. And I'd be sitting out there in the middle of the night, you know, not middle of the night, but, you know, 9 o'clock at night by myself listening to the Braves on WSB 750 out of Atlanta or 940 out of Bacon because I could get those two stations um, on, the, what, 22 games that weren't televised? Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> and they were they were not very good back then. Yeah, and, uh, let me tell you what. Those 22 games that weren't televised were brutal. I would, yeah, I would yeah, always yeah. go, the Braves aren't on tonight. What am I going to do? Ooh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, I don't remember when did they move from the west back to the east. But I, I remember they were in the west. It was the Dodgers and the Giants and the Padres. I would and, say, and, you know, so you had eighty-one uh, games on the road, a bunch of them, and they're telling they're, they're starting at ten o'clock, mid nineties, right around there. Okay, so, yeah. so it was later than that. That's what I was wondering. Um, uh, okay, well, that sounds good because somebody was talking about Dion um, and uh, the why he was a big. I can't remember what his team was, but he, his team was. He said, "Yeah, because he would root against the you know, Padres, I think, or something." And he said, I "Remember when Dion brought the the chop?" And I, well, that didn't that didn't coincide with their division foes in the West. They, they, I don't think, and I think I think they they'd switch that around. But I could have been wrong. You no, know, he brought the chop when he was playing for the Braves, and, and he right, right, right. It was pretty amazing that that period. Yeah, they of time. were they were out of the West by and then. And I had to they were root, out of the West by then, right? I had to right. root for Deion Sanders at the plate, and that was about the hardest thing I've ever <laughs> done in my life. Same, yeah, the same thing. But the point was, this was a, this was an ESPN national guy, and he was talking about how his mom was a big. He he would uh, 
uh, she was he was a Padres fan, I think, and he was against the Brazier, his mom, and somehow he's talking about Dion bringing the chop, and I was like, that, that didn't coincide. But anyway, no big deal. Jeff, as far as the lining up offsides, unless they've changed it at, at pretty much every level, all the wide receiver has to do is is, is ask. The referee doesn't tell him, hey, move. So that's, right, that's he not, points but and as says... as far as I know, they will they point and they'll let you know Maybe either up or that, down yeah. as if you're either on the line or not on the line. Now, that might have changed, but that, that was protocol. Yeah, but, and but that's... All you have to do is do that. That's more and so, though, for that. Porter is, is covering up or not on the receiver. Right. Same th- but even then, he, same thing, he still didn't... On the line, the question... All it is is my own line of scrimmage good or not. Yeah, but that's not necessarily... That's that's on the line of scrimmage or not on line of scrimmage. That's not offsides right. or onsides. You need to so, well, a little different. It works both. I don't know. I've, I've seen. I've maybe so. I've seen them do that. But and yes, of course, that, I never played uh, beyond uh, high school. If so you ask, you would think an different. official would tell you. Yeah, they do. All right, All right Porter. Again, so I didn't lose any sleep over it. So all right, you know. appreciate it. Final break, and then we come back and say goodbye. After a few more phone calls, you're listening to the tailgate. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. At Gatorland Toyota, we give you the easiest car buying experience ever. With express shopping, you can shop and buy your vehicle entirely from home. We'll even deliver your car to you. Want a customized Toyota? With our pre-order program, you can get the exact Toyota you want. And if you have a vehicle you'd like to trade or sell, we'll buy it whether you buy from us or not. Come experience how Gettle's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. One other thing that I like about Exceptional Dentistry compared to other practices I've been to is it's one practice. From soup to nuts, whatever I need in terms of my dental care, I know that they're going to be accountable and responsible to what services they're providing for me. Other practices that I've dealt with over the years, I felt like I had to triangulate, whether it be someone extracting and another person implanting. Here, it it is a one-stop party shop. You're gonna get every level of care that you need in terms of your dental care. I've become a new person since uh, all of these treatments have started. I'm extremely pleased with the time and the money investment that that I've made into this. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. Make your money go farther this holiday at International Diamond Center. Hey, it's Sean Kelly, voice of the Gators. This Christmas, IDC has the price relief you deserve and 0% interest financing for 48 months, four whole years. That's right. Now through December 12th, you can spread your payments over four years with zero finance charges. How about a $4,000 pair of diamond stud earrings for just $84 a month? You can even finance the sales tax. Also, take advantage of lower prices on thousands of exquisite pieces of jewelry. How about a $6,000 diamond eternity band or pendant and pay just $125 a month? Zero interest. Ask about special offers on luxury pre-owned Rolex watches, too. Make it a Christmas to remember with something special, something timeless, and something meaningful. Get fantastic savings and four years zero interest financing now through December 12th. International Diamond Center. Get more info now at shopidc.com on approved credit. The WRUF Radio app. 
your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Scott Strickland, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Hi, final few minutes. Appreciate everybody tuning in for a Sonic Sound Off Monday. Let's get a couple of calls to wrap it up. Hey, Hank, welcome. Hey, guys. How you doing today? Good. Regarding the Braves, uh, I'm a longtime Braves listener from the 70s. Uh, I always thought that around the original SEC, with the exception of Kentucky, the Braves were the one thing that united SEC people. No doubt. Yep. Uh, other than their love of football. But, you know, Georgia fans, Alabama fans, Florida fans, we all love the Braves. Let me tell you, when I would go to SEC media days and we would start talking about the Braves, they were all Braves. Everybody there. The guys covering Alabama, yep. the guys covering Georgia, the guys covering Tennessee, we were all Braves fans. So, yeah, right. it, it definitely was one of the reasons they had so much su- success when they did the uh, Superstation. Exactly, sure. exactly. Yeah. And it had nothing to do with winning and losing either. No, I mean, they Milo suck. Hamilton, <laughs> M- Milo Hamilton and early Ernie Johnson brought that game home to us every night. That uh, ball's going to take off and roll. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it, it was just uh, uh, the, the the soundtrack of my high school years was listening to the Braves. But, yep, absolutely. Hey, on, the, uh, uh, on, the, on the transfer portal, a lot of a lot of what you said was true. You know, the kids are chasing money. As a matter of fact, money is the only thing that seems to be the only thing that matters. I mean, why else would Dylan Gabriel yeah. go from Oklahoma, the one of the Mount Rushmores of college football, to to Oregon, which is you know a great program, but they're not Oklahoma. Why would you go? No, I, and I, and I agree with you. I mean, but he he did lose his offensive coordinator, so that's probably part well, of it. Yeah, I'm, there's other things that play into it, but you look at like a, a a perfect example, Severe Wheeler, which I didn't even know he was still playing. He's at Washington. They just beat Gonzaga the other night. He had 21 points, I think. He's in his seventh year. As a basketball yeah. player, and I'm like, okay, I guess I, I I don't know how to feel about it. Like, part of me feels like this is great. The kids are allowed to play as long as they want to. We it, all want to ridiculous. stay in college forever, though. We all want to, to be seven year college students, but I, uh, we I weren't counting know. on playing all seven years. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, <laughs> by my senior year, it was like it was time to go. You know. <laughs> To, to stay around extra. As for the offside, when you're in fourth grade playing cut, touch football, the first thing you learn is to get onside. And, mm-hmm. I mean, it is not the role of the referee to coach. And if you tell a guy back up three inches, you're hurting the defense. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. And you're co- you were also your job. coaching. 
you're not a coach. And and the reason call, that call, that call the play. they do do that when you get way out there is it is hard kind of to line up with where you've got to be, and they they will look at the guy and go, hey, am I on side? Am I? But it's not that. It's it's more about you have to have the four guys off the line of scrimmage. Yeah, so that's wanna, what they're asking. But they also want to make sure that they are lined up where they're supposed to be lined up. Yeah, but not onsides or offsides. That's yeah. not the premise of asking exactly. the referee. Right, right. Uh, yeah, they're trying to figure out whether they're covered over by somebody Correct. else in the formation. When I was a youth soccer referee, I would call a foul or a, or a violation of the rules, like a bad throw-in. I would call it, and then I would explain it. But I was teaching 10-year-olds. Mm-hmm, exactly. you know, it was a teachable moment. But I would call the foul so as not to penalize either team. And then I would explain it and teach All it. Right. But this is the NFL. Yeah, it is. You're right. You're absolutely right. And it should not have happened. You know. Exactly. Jeff, one Thank thing. Thank you, guys. Enjoy your vacation. Thank you, Hank. One thing I think about is because when I watch college football and NFL football, um, it drives me nuts when I see um, – a guy come in motion, and they have, you know it's going to be a running play because it can't be a passing play because everybody's covered up. And I'm like, stop the run. Am I the only one that sees that? It's just a me thing? I guess so. Okay. All right. I got a problem. Sanjeev on the other side of the glass today. He produced. Appreciate his efforts. Sanjeev. We'll uh, do it again tomorrow for uh, Mr. Dooley. I am Jeffrey. Goodbye, everybody. Get back out of here. WRUF Gainesville, W251CG Gainesville, from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, ESPN 981FM, 850AM, WRUF.